0: Sherm Chester, along with Sam Bruno, today our special guest on the Seco Sports Forum, Scott Bleakley and Hunter Carey. Now, Scott was with us last year promoting a special event. He had Three States Unite. And uh, first off, welcome to both of you gentlemen. And Scott, tell us what's on the agenda for this year for, for the events.
1: Yeah. Well, as a follow-up from last year's success, we did the Three States Unite to fight for the Peter Frady's Family Foundation battle against ALS and The success of that uh sort of inspired me to look at another fundraiser for another important cause which i'm actually in the mental health field i'm a mental health therapist and figured just with everything going on with covid and pre-covid and you know mental health it's always been an important issue and topic uh but right now it's uh yeah pretty pivotal time to pay attention to it and heighten awareness uh raise some funds so yeah, we're doing it um, around, uh, it will, it's theme: three states unite to fight for mental health and substance abuse awareness. And uh, I guess having both of us on, I'm probably more the mental health uh, you know, person and then Hunter
2: represents an agency around the substance abuse. Scott and I actually connected through work uh, a few months ago. I um, worked for a nonprofit organization called The Phoenix Um we provide a sober active community to folks largely in recovery from substance use disorder. So all our events are free. We just asked uh, folks that attend to have 48 hours of sobriety. That's kind of the cost to get into an event, whether it's uh, CrossFit, yoga, um, baseball, surfing, whatever, whatever it is we're doing. But um, Scott and I um, got connected. We had some Phoenix programming at Seacoast Youth Services and, um, And he let me know about the fundraiser he did last year and wanting to do it again and build on the success that they had last year. So we kind of teamed up for this year. And like Scott mentioned, we're going to be doing it again at Headlock Field in Portland. Um, And then uh, we'll also be doing one in Manchester this year at a location to be determined.
0: So, Scott, last year at Headlock, uh, a successful event. Let's talk about what's planned for this year and uh, the dates and, and uh, some of the folks that will be there helping you out.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the headlock date, it's fast approaching. It's July 22nd and the event's going to be from five o'clock uh, to 10 o'clock. And it was actually Hunter that came up with a great idea. You know, what we did last year was just two traditional baseball games, a double header. We're still going to have a game, but we're actually going to open the event with, um, or I think what we're calling a skills challenge that's going to include a home run derby which everybody loves and there'll be uh, like a velocity contest um uh speed competition uh but uh, you know hunter came up with that great idea i think that's going to attract some people and involve some people too actually maybe as a you know even a, a a source of um you know giving you know having some people uh give a donation and then get to play in a really nice field and try to hit one over the wall uh, unlock is sort of you know set up like a mini Fenway
0: a fantasy Um, of all of us to get get one over the over the fence
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and the other exciting part uh you know I'm fortunate where you know northeast tides you know we're playing the north shore baseball league just connected to a lot of baseball people and the other idea was you know there are teams that we could reach out to and play but I thought like are there enough guys like maybe some former or unsigned, you know, major league baseball players, uh, guys that have played at the independent league level that might be interested in in participating in something like this, knowing it is a um, fundraiser. So what what felt a little ambitious at first, you know, has sort of evolved. And so we're going to be playing a team uh, called the Hardball Crusaders. It's uh, it's a (laughs) unified group of, those players I mentioned and um yeah it's 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 looking like a go and there's some names that may be familiar Chris Calabello who played in the major leagues for uh, the Minnesota Twins and probably more known for his stint with the Toronto Blue Jays um I met with Chris uh a couple months ago and yeah he's he's on board uh there's a few other players uh, Austin Dakar who's Round draft pick by the new york yankees back in 2014 he's he had a lot of um arm injuries unfortunately he never made it to the show but you know he's uh he's going to participate and yeah there's a few other names but it's, it's pretty exciting uh that should be a draw i think for getting people in so again good baseball ah.
0: um yeah a fun night of baseball that's all that matters Hunter, you look like a ball player what position would you play? <laughs> uh
2: i played right field uh when I was at UMass Amherst and then I transferred and went to Brown and got moved to first base uh so did a little bit of infield and outfield
0: there you go there you go so a good stick man uh
2: by design I'm supposed to be but uh yeah, <laughs> I had aspirations through my career that I'd never quite reached but um yeah I it I shot. Say, uh, and it's funny you're asking Sherm because you know
1: when Hunter and I first partnered uh the other idea of this was, oh, I can recruit Hunter for the Northeast Tides. And that was the plan. But he was playing some uh, pickup basketball, I think.
2: And I don't know if you want, to, if you want that on uh, camera, but uh, oh. yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, it's, I broke my yeah. foot playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, and fair warning for any high school ball <laughs> players and college players that don't want to listen to their coach telling them not to play pickup basketball. It, it does happen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Hunter's technically on the Northeast Tides roster, just under the uh, asterisk of. Uh, injured reserve at this
3: point,
0: <laughs> the yeah, IR. maybe 2,000. Sam, you had some questions for the guys.
3: You know, Hunter, um, I wanted to ask you, uh, you went to PEA, uh, so you certainly know the Exeter area very well. Um, uh, are, you a, are you a local person? Are you a Rockingham County type person?
2: Yes, I'm originally from Northampton, New Hampshire. Um, and Scott and I are actually taking the call from the new Northampton Public Library. so. I grew up here on the seacoast, um, had a few years in Boston after college, but came back fairly quickly.
3: And as program manager for the Phoenix, uh, tell me a little bit about that.
2: So we are a national nonprofit. We were founded in 2006. Um, again, I alluded to earlier, we, we do sober, active community events. So um, that's nationwide to date. Um, we just passed about 100,000 Members, Phoenix members around the country just uh, within the last month. Uh, My role, I'm responsible for the state of New Hampshire. So I've been full time uh, with the Phoenix after volunteering for a few years um, in growing out our program offerings throughout the state so that we can be accessible to as many people as possible. So we've been, um, we've had programs through the seacoast, Manchester, Concord, Nashua, we were up in Lebanon um, a few weeks ago, putting on a skateboarding event. Um, so it, it's taken us all over the place, but, um, my role is really anything Phoenix in New Hampshire.
3: Great. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you or the program to find out more about how they could get involved?
2: Uh, easiest way would probably be the phoenix.org. Um, that's the national website, but, um, it will give you, if you go to find a class, you can punch in your zip code and it'll give you a list of nearby events um, that you can go to for more targeted, specific points of contact, uh, shoot me an email or a Facebook message. Um, my email is hcarry at the Phoenix.org. Uh, we also have a Facebook page just called the Phoenix NH, where we post, um, monthly updates, weekly updates about new events and programs that we have offered.
3: And my question for you, Scott is give us an update on, uh, your baseball program this summer how's it going uh, getting a lot of interest getting some players involved yeah yeah they've
1: been great I think last year um yeah every the whole team came you know they they were supporting this um beautiful you know venue up at Hadlock and yeah the baseball was great but the guys have yeah really been behind this they're really excited um Some have really mentioned uh, like John, John Duby is my, one of my starting, one of my catchers and he's a psychology major at St. Joseph's college of Maine. So, you know, once he heard that we were doing it for the mental health, you know, he actually had sent me a text, like, that's awesome. And yeah, I've just got that, that kind of feedback. Um, Yeah. The guys are great and yeah, um, we've been, you know, We've already played 16 games. So I feel like we're a pretty cohesive unit. And it's great because we've had a lot of core guys back from last year. And actually, this is our third year of existence. So that's nice. You know, the continuity. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of guys that played last year that will be uh, involved with us again. It's great.
0: I, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, we'll get back to the three states event, but I just wanted to ask you guys a baseball question in general. Uh, I, I know your fans, so what's your take so far? Where it's the midpoint of the major league season uh, on anything, the Red Sox or teams, any team in general or the league in general?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I have paid attention. I know know the Red Sox, I think they started out pretty lackluster, but I think they've been picking it up lately. I mean, the Yankees, I don't know if they're going to be able to catch the Yankees. Uh, You know, I'm sort of old school. I I actually kind of like the division winners just moving on, but this whole wild card thing, Uh uh, it's probably with the Red Sox Well a chance with but you never know i remember 1978 you know 14 back <laughs> I, I don't know if that will ever happen again but um yeah but there's some cool stories like even recently i think it's mark Capel who was a number one draft pick uh i forget what you was but he just made his debut as a 30 year old uh, which was wow. pretty amazing uh he's somebody and I, I like those stories it sort of fits with the way I look at life as far as, you know, resilience and, and just, yeah. he, he had to go through a lot and get a lot of injuries. And I, I think he actually even left the game for a while then came back. So that, that's such a cool story. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I always, I feel like this is the time of year that I'll start to, you know, start to do Danny's
2: watching. What about you Hunter?
0: Any, any favorites or anything about baseball
2: that tweaks you? Uh, I will be completely transparent. I played baseball for, 25 years all the way through college and I've never really watched it um wow. <laughs> so I haven't watched any of the season I couldn't tell you what the Red Sox record is or where they're in the standings um so I'm glad you had a perspective on that because yeah. I certainly yeah. do not Yeah, oh, I you
3: say. probably watch the Celtics in the playoffs right
2: nope uh, oh, to, okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe with the
3: <laughs> basketball injury, maybe you were going, you were moving toward that world. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's a good assumption, but same story. I love playing basketball, but but never really uh, watched it that much.
0: I don't know if you guys have been following it at all, but we have a local kid, uh, Cody Morissette. He's out in Wisconsin right now playing for the, I guess it's a high A team for uh, the Miami uh, Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, I always do this, and Miami Marlins, not to be confused with the Miami Dolphins with Hunter Long. Uh, and and uh, we keep tabs on him and so far so good. I mean, that's a lot of pressure on any youngster who gets put in that position. You could say the same for Hunter Long with the Dolphins. Yeah, um, sure.
1: yeah I know uh, Cody's story a little bit. I think, talk about resilience. I, I believe, I'm accurate when I say this, I, I know we had a recent three-home run game, which yeah. in, at any level, that's amazing, but I believe he, he went over four with four strikeouts the night before. So for him to refocus, reset, uh, you know, Cody, I mean, I, I know Cody a little bit. I, I know he's a great talent, but he, he's a strong mental kid and oh, yeah. confidence. And yeah, you have to sort of put those uh, type of games in the short term memory bank. And, and tomorrow's a new day. That's the beauty of baseball, the repetition and for him to have that kind of game after a, a struggling night that, that says a lot about him, his character.
0: Well, I think another thing, I, I think his parents just happened to be at that game out in Ohio, the one he had the three home runs. <laughs> they just happened to show up that night, so that was good. Usually yeah. it's home cooking, in this case it was a home, homecoming. Yeah. Uh, but one serious question, and I'll throw it to you, Hunter. W- using sports as a reference point, when youngsters, and it could be male or female, uh, they focus in on, on success. And a lot mm-hmm. of times parents are guilty of pushing a little too hard um, do you see that that causes some of the things, some of the, the problems that you've had come up in, in with the Phoenix? Um,
2: as f- I'm not sure, I'm not, I'm not sure that I've seen much of an overlap, but, um, I will say just sports in generally, um, you know, one of the things that I've, I've always been grateful for, and I know a lot of other, of my teammates specifically with baseball, um has been being able to deal with failure um and i've been going to my my cousin has three little boys who are uh you know six seven and nine um or seven eight and ten maybe but um i've been going to their baseball games a lot and they're at the age where kids start to weed themselves out fairly quickly if they can't deal with failure um specifically to baseball because you're gonna it's inevitable that you're gonna go up there and fail um so I, I guess that's that's one thing I've always been grateful for, Scott. You mentioned resiliency, um, being able to make adjustments, accept what you failed on, and improve a little bit. Um, generally, I think that's a great um, thing that that sports can provide, folks.
0: You know, I, I've said it about any sport. I don't care what what sport we're dealing with. Is that if the participant isn't having fun, right? Especially if they're getting a lot of outside pressure to succeed. That's I've seen it. Up close and personal. That you know, there's a time when a parent has to say, "Okay, time to back off and and let let the youngster have fun."
2: Now, if they're not having fun, right. yet, you've lost the whole the whole point of why they're there. So, so Sharm, that's that is the piece you just touched on is the connection to the work that we're doing um, with the Phoenix. So, all of our events are community focused. Um, you know, we'll play pickup basketball. Um, sure, it's great if you show up and you win, but the main thing that folks are going for is the community um it's a sober community whether we're doing basketball or a board game night or a book club um community generally I think I'm okay to say has been on kind of a decline in the U.S. um, and just in society generally the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years um, so, being a little bit more intentional about how folks can access different types of communities um, so that they're in a fun, supportive environment, um, I think you nailed it. So, let's get back to the event, Scott. Um, on the
0: 22nd, Hadlock Field in Portland, uh, yep. home of the Sea Dogs. Uh, again, uh, four to five o'clock. Uh, that's when the players will start showing up, but five to 6 30. That's the skills competition you were mentioning. Yep. And, uh, the game will get underway what about six o'clock, give or take.
1: Yeah. Like Hunter has been great. Uh, you know, we've looked at some timelines and, you know, depending on, um, the venue sometimes like we're going to be able to utilize the lights at Hadlock. So I think we have a little bit more flexibility with that night. Um, we have found that to turn on the lights it, it costs more money, you know, for a field. <laughs> yes, yeah, so but Hadlock's giving us a, a good deal. And, uh, yeah. So, but that sounds about right. Um, you know, we'll have one game, hopefully get nine innings in.
0: And if everything works out the following week, or real close to it. You'll be doing an event here in New Hampshire in Manchester. Yes. Okay. And then it'll basically follow the same, same, uh, uh, program as far as the skills competition, than the actual game, correct?
1: Exactly. Yeah. We may just have to, uh, adjust it a little bit based on time. I think we'll have more time at Hadlock overall. I think at Hadlock we're good for uh, like five hours, I think 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's another um, maybe small adjustment from last year. So we did, I have um, some like flyers, PR flyers, and we've been starting to distribute those. And there actually is a QR code on the flyer. Uh, Hunter is a little more tech savvy than I am. I I don't even know how these QR codes work. It seems like magic to me when, you know, <laughs> when I go to a restaurant and I get the menu, but uh, yeah, so we have that and that that's going to be uh, built in. It's only $15, which definitely worth the price of admission, not more. Okay, great. And um, yeah, so it's a little different. Yeah.
2: yeah, sure. I might also just add that we're having, um, we're getting a lot of uh outreach from potential sponsors. And one of the sponsor packages that we have is purchasing tickets on behalf of different communities. So um, we're primarily working with different sober homes in Portland and Manchester, treatment centers, different recovery communities um, to let them know that we do have um, some tickets available if uh, the $15 is too much. Again,
0: a contact point for you, you're the person that they'd want to contact if they want to help out with the cause.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, H carry at the Phoenix.org carry is C A R E Y. Um, or if, uh, you just go on, um, Northeast tides baseball page yeah. as well. Yeah. We're, we're still very active with our
1: social media platforms, Northeast tides, baseball, Facebook, and Instagram.
2: You gentlemen,
0: uh, Scott and, and Hunter, uh, should be commended, uh, for your organization, organizing and uh, participation and also support for a great cause. And uh, I know, uh, again, July 22nd, Hadlock Field, home of the Portland Sea Dogs. that'll be uh, one of the games. And then uh, we'll be touching base on the second game in Manchester. And uh, Scott Bleakley and, and Hunter Carey, uh, we want you to have a great double dip. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us today on the Seacoast Sports Forum. Thank you. All
1: right. Thank, thank you all so much. It's great
0: meeting you. All right. Remember, at the end of the program, now of course the two-minute drill. Sam, got anything for us
3: today? Uh, basically, the two-minute drill, Sherm, for me is about college football with the announcement that USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten. Uh, it's just another domino to drop. First, we had um, uh, we had the uh, name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. and now we've got, uh, or I should say, first we had the transfer portal that opened up all kinds of uh, unique things in college football. Then you had na- name, Im- image, and likeness, which has created a whole new Wild West in football. And now with this bombshell of USC, UCLA moving to the Pac-10 after Oklahoma and Texas goes to the SEC, um, I don't know what's going to happen next. The next shooter drop will probably be Notre Dame uh, coming next. But, you know, you can predict right now, by 2030, college football is not going to look like it does today.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money, 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 money.
3: <laughs> the <OG> well, song. <laughs> again, that's why the Notre Dame situation, Notre Dame's unique deal that they formed in the 90s with NBC when they had their own network. You know, that was the first college to have their own network. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That ends in 2025. Oh, okay. All so right. that's going to be a decision point. In 2023, Notre Dame has got to make a decision on what they're going to do and so they'll go to the big 10 they, you know what
0: uh, well i was just gonna say one thing i've noticed because there's so many platforms now i mean now you're getting baseball on apple plus on amazon this and and prime and all that jazz there's just so many places they're trying to stick football baseball basketball well any, you're
3: right you know? you're right i think i think you know if 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 it eventually comes to 230 team leagues or something like that, if you take ABC, Fox, yeah. CBS, NBC, and with all their multiple platforms away from that, whether it be Peacock and C N B C or USA and TNT, right. uh, you know, it's like the it's like the basketball tournament. You yeah. can show five, six games at a time concurrently on air. Yeah. So that's a big change than, than, you know, a two thirty window on a Saturday afternoon for NBC. You know, it, it's a big, ch- it, it's, it's such a change. So, you know, TV is going to be happy. The colleges have to make TV happy. And if they do, they'll do whatever they have to do.
0: Well, yeah. It's, it's like I just said a few seconds ago, money, 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 money. Right. <laughs> hey, my two minute drill. I just wanted to uh, uh, say thank you and uh, happy retirement to uh the UNH Athletic Director, Marty Scorano, who will be leaving the position at the end of the month. And congratulations to the new Athletic Director, Pro Tem, and that is Dr. Allison Rich. And she'll be uh, joining the uh, Wildcats this season. And uh, we're looking forward to maybe a a press conference towards the end of the month or beginning of next month. And, of course, the Wildcat football season or Wildcat sports season will be getting underway. So uh, we'll probably try to get our buddy, mike murphy on board real real soon and congratulations to mike he's grandpa mike now
3: <laughs> <Good>
0: <laughs> oh, proud grandpa i i his facebook page is loaded up with with pictures of the baby so congratulations to uh, mike tish and and the family um, so that about does it for us and uh, i guess we'll we'll adjourn on behalf of our special guest scott bleakley hunter carey I'm Sherm Chester for Sam Bruno, inviting you to join us for our next edition of the Seaco Sports Forum. Don't forget to watch the episodes of the Seaco Sports Forum on our Seaco Sports Forum YouTube page. And when you're there, hit the bell to subscribe and like us. And if you have any sports photos or game videos you'd like to send us or comments, Seaco Sports Forum at Yahoo.com.